I love Matt Drudge. Matt Drudge is like the one fucking glimmer of hope in the whole thing. Even though Matt Drudge is avowed homosexual. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine with me. What about his hat? You like his hat? Don't like his hat. Welcome to the show. Exciting. Hello. Hello. Isaac is sleepy. No, I'm not. Whereas I'm excited. It's amped. I'm amped up. We wanted to talk a little bit about the election that just took place. Yeah. And I wanted to start by touting how almost all of my ballot recommendations came to be. Yeah, so that was actually something that was funny because, like, the news really didn't cover the California ballot props no, very not at carefully. All. It was like I kept looking for it the day after, and it was like there doesn't seem to be any news on this. Uh-uh. Shockingly, 10 did not pass, which makes me think that Blackstone, of course, just wins. By a again. wide margin. Yeah, Blackstone wins again. Who would vote against that? Well, no I, you know, what was funny was. Um, so, Prop 10 for everybody that's listening in California, what basically. Uh, repealed Costa Hawkins, which is the statewide rent control act that kind of limits how much lo- control local governments have over so rent yeah, control. So yeah, if this had passed, it would have meant more rent control, which Maybe. would have meant less money for Blackstone. Depending on the community, because right. they were all locally determined. So yeah. Sacramento could have no rent control, and Santa Monica could have total rent control. It was very up in the air. So I voted for, I recommended yes, uh, and I voted yes for 10 um, but it it, pa- it it did not pass by a wide margin. It was like sixty percent against and thirty percent for, and I, I, I mean, I'd love to blame Blackstone, but I think the I think the real issue because a lot of progressive quote unquote housing stuff passed, so it's hard for me to say like oh. If one, two, and five all passed, and one, two, and five yeah, are all housing the, related, only one of those is depriving banks of money. Um, yeah, maybe that's when the case. When you're depriving banks of money, but you will lose. The other issue is that the, I, there was a bunch of pro-housing organizations that said, we don't have an official position on 10 because we're not sure what the effects will be. Um, I talked about this on my Facebook page. A guy posted a bunch of links to various housing um, organizations in California that said, because we don't know the end result of 10. I think Blackstone just bought it. Well, of they course. probably just fucking paid. One of our attorneys <laughs> is a Jew. I, they, they, I mean, they, they just paid, you know, enough like local, you know, they paid off the ACP. You know, it's like they just paid enough local organizations off that they told their people, don't vote on 10. Well, and a lot of landlords were obviously against it. Cause yeah, they but were how many about... fucking landlords are there? I mean. Yeah. So. My interpretation was that what if they want to get something passed that's better rent control, they need to the proposition needs to be like a repeal and replace. Yeah. So there's this because I think that would pass if there was a like delineated rent control for the state of California, and then local communities could build on that if they wanted to. But I think with it being repealed entirely, 
that made people nervous. Yeah. So I talked to, you know, we talked to Damian Newton from Streets Blog, and he said they were up in the air about endorsing it officially. And I know people that are not Blackstone owned who were also like, I don't, it doesn't, I'm, I'm nervous about it. So I think there was a lot of that playing into this one. But yeah, ten probably did, all paid for by that. So <laughs> well, all, all, right. all the doubt. It can all it can all be that one. So ten, uh, which we recommended yes on. It was a unanimous, not a huge fan recommendation. That one did not pass. Yeah, that was the only one that was surprising. Yeah, one passed. One, two passed. Those were the two uh, housing related ones. Three did not. That was the water project. Uh, the children's hospitals one passed. The tax keeping prop five did not pass. Six did not pass. That was the tax on uh, gas. Yeah. So gas, gas tax. tax. The gas tax remains. Correct. Gas tax remains. Daylight saving investigation passed. Passed. Yes. The, uh, <laughs> That's the one I really care about. The dialysis one did not pass. Dialysis didn't pass, which was your pick. Yeah. Yeah. Ten did not pass. Obviously, ambulance passed the the brakes probably oh, yeah which we couldn't figure out even after trying could you yawn more into it? people very excited when you oh, yawn just yawning just yawning into the mic and then 12 the chickens animals can find that passed that did pass yes. okay well that's good so and but then measure the the local LA one the city bank did not oh, yeah. pass that didn't pass that didn't fuck pass. see P- banks yeah Anytime well, you're trying to take money from banks, you're just going to fail. One of our attorneys is a G. <laughs> yeah, it's and like, then, this is like the existing banks just somehow bought that election. Why would people not vote to have a California yeah, bank? Yeah, that one was surprising to me. But I know people that didn't vote for it because they didn't, there was no plan. But I, I was no just, sense. It all it was was amending the charter to allow for the potential yeah, for one to be added. banks, they just pay people And off. then measures oh, E and E, th- those passed because those were the date moves. For the primaries. So I was quite proud that my slate of picks is what was reflected God, mainly I by the electorate. I can't believe that the LA one didn't, the LA bank one didn't pass. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, very strange. Why would, shouldn't they be allowed to make their own bank? I don't know. I don't know why that one didn't didn't move forward. And how did that charter even get passed? To What's with? the city charter? Well, yeah, well, why did they put that in the charter originally? I don't know. I I don't even know that it's precluded in the charter, but this may be specific language that's needed in order to allow it. Yeah, and it's probably like every bank that the the LA owes money to. Yeah. Oh my God! There's a cat <laughs> licking my leg. I thought it was a. <laughs> what did you I, think I it was? It was like a bug. A man. <laughs> Hello, cat. Oh. The nice cat. Yeah. Isaac's allergic, so he's nervous. Uh, so yeah, the California electoral stuff. Dana Rohrbacher out. Shocker. Who's that? He's the Orange County congressman that's been there forever. Oh, uh, the Republican. He was unseated by a Democrat. Oh, he was. Yeah. And uh, did Katie Hill win? I don't know. Let's see. That was the one all our people were were canvassing for. I think she did. Yes, uh, Katie Hill defeated Steve Knight. Yeah. So those are two California districts that flipped. Yeah. Wow. Quite a few of those. Yeah, they were counting. For a long time. California. Steve Knight seemed like a piece of shit. So that was Dana Rohrbacher. Really? That was a real. Yeah. Not a good time to be an old stodgy white man in yeah. Congress. No. Were there any uh, things that surprised you in the election? Um, No. 
I mean, no. It, I think okay. Here's my hot take Ooh. on on uh, the election. Should I get the? I think this was like music right our now? generation, or you know, the younger generations. Like Trump was like an atomic political bomb that got everybody so interested in politics, right? So like we had all our you know, friends canvassing because they really wanted to like make sure that they weren't disappointed like they were last time, right? With Trump, right? And, you know, everybody, I think everybody kind of going into election, I was like, oh, it's going to be like it was in 2016. It's going to be this like really exciting battle and blah, blah, blah. And it was totally like boring. (laughs) Like It was just like, I, I think midterm elections are just boring. Like that's what they are. They're, and I think like this was our generation learning that like, oh, that like really wasn't very fun. Like there wasn't any, you know, like it wasn't, there was nothing satisfying for either side. You know, it was kind of just like, uh, yeah. you know, the, the scales tipped a little bit, but not really. That's, you know? that's always the issue with midterms is people are always just kind of mad about it. Yeah, like, it's the, mad and we should be mad because it's fucking boring and it's dumb. And like it's, there really was no reason to pay attention. Like nothing really interesting happened. Uh, what do you mean nothing interesting happened? It's kind of interesting. Like yeah, the guess. they just certified uh cinema in Arizona as the winner, so that's the first time Arizona's had a democratic senator in twenty five years. Mm. And that's the seat that what's his face, Jeff Flake is bailing on. So Yeah. That's a that's a pretty major flip. There was some interesting stuff that was happening. Turnout was ridiculous. It was really high, yeah, that, yeah. That's so true. I'm really curious to see if that moves forward for 2020 because if turnout's that high for midterms i'm wondering if that's going to make 2020 extremely large turnout wise or if people are going to be i just guess it just depends on how the next two years play out it's hard to predict yeah how how that'll come to be yeah i thought it was pretty interesting the polling was very correct uh, 538 was pretty much nailed. Yeah, exactly well, it it's out. Nate Silver lives to see another day. I would have fucking loved if he was wrong again. Unfortunately, we have to listen. But to how that. was he wrong last time? I, I all right, let's I not want to get into statistical probability. Again, but uh, uh oh, you know, I don't know. I I just uh, it was just kind of boring. Like there wasn't anything. Like there wasn't exciting. You know, what would have made it exciting? What were you looking for? I don't know. I mean, all these like fake propped up new Dem stars failed. So that was like slightly satisfying. But, you know, like Beto and Gillum, like who are both Soros candidates. One of our attorneys is a Jew. Uh I mean, they literally are. You can look this. I actually don't know about Beto, but Soros, Gillum, for real, takes money from Soros. I mean, it's not Soros is it's democratic not a donor. Yeah, he's a huge democratic donor. Exactly. Yeah. He's like the Cokes. Again, if you hate the Cokes, you should hate Soros. It's like, I hate both. Be consistent. Uh, the, anyway. The Beto, I don't know a whole lot about the guy, and I don't really, I don't hate him, but I, I don't fi- hate him. I find, he's weirds me out. I, I find like the him. hero worship, again. It's creepy. It's the fact that Ted Cruz yeah. is a, is a fucking a senator that's <laughs> been elected twice. It's astounding. like, what? I I don't understand. I think we said this when we talked about Trump years ago, the very first time we ever like, had a long-term discussion about Trump. I understand why people like Trump. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I, I'm like, I can look at the guy and be like, oh, okay. Ted Cruz? Yeah. 
It's I, a mystery. I can't. There's nothing enjoyable about him. I know. He I'm looks shocked. unpleasant. He sounds unpleasant. He's like went to Harvard. Like yes. there's nothing good about him. Yeah. And he's like a notoriously evil guy. Yeah. He sends like weird like like letters to people that are sort of like dupe them into giving him donations. Yeah. Like he's just a horrible horrible He's a creep. Person. He's a creep. He, I know. It's like that's what I'm saying. It's like Beto or Fucking Ted Cruz. Yeah. It's like, but it's, so both are so irritated. I'm, I was fine with Beto, but all this like weird hero worship that is occurring now where everybody's just like, oh, Beto's going to be the. I just uh, hate the, yeah, that, that's what I can't stand. It's, it's like, like, the, know, like here's the new Beto logo. Like LeBron's wearing a Beto hat. Yeah. It's like, ah. Like yeah. that makes me just not into it yeah, at there's, all. There's something fraudulent about it that I yeah. don't like very much. Right. It's like a production. What are you looking at? My sister's texting me because I'm wanna see she said we have been at the spa since one. Damn. <laughs> it's a great place to hang out though. I understand why. What do you uh were there any democratic candidates? Look at, look at the cat playing with a coin. Now it's eating the coin. Hey. What uh, were there any Democratic candidates that you were kind of into that you ended up liking? I mean, I'm I'm down with Ocasio. Yeah, you know, like I uh, Ocasio Cortez. I both, you know, it's a love hate relationship deal with her. Mm. You know, because at least she's not a fucking product like Beto, right? Right. You know, at least she doesn't have billions of Soros money behind her. You know. <laughs> One of our attorneys is a Jew. You know, at least at least she is a natural creation. At the same time, I, I from an accelerationist standpoint, I like Ocasio Cortez a lot because it's like, okay, motherfuckers, let's go down this path. You know what I mean? Let's let's just open it up and open what up. You know, let's open it up to a, a woman who's like a young waitress. You know what yeah. I mean? Which is basically what she is. It's like I kind of like that. I yeah. like I like like you know if if that's if Dems want to be like truly uh, inclusive, then you gotta let's include people from all places. You know, not just the ones that you find convenient. You know. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I don't have any problem with a wider range of. I mean, it's good to have lawyers right, present I, in Congress yeah, to, to realize. Okay, so that's on on the other hand. Yeah. Uh, you know, a Congress full of waitresses is like, you know, like probably not. Yeah, but we're the don't best. Have, we don't have a Congress full of waitresses. No, we don't. And I, I know. I mean, it's a, that's a ridiculous slippery slope argument because yeah. we have one out of five hundred and whatever. But. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying it's like I really feel split on that one because on the one hand, I really like Ocasio-Cortez. I like, you know, and she really is a truly charismatic person. Yeah. You know, like I, I like that she has a raw charisma that she, you know, won because of that. She didn't win because she had was, you know, packaged in a way. Right. She won because of just raw talent. Yeah. Um. But on the other hand, it's like, yeah. You know, I want our government to be a lot smarter than it is, not dumber. So, and not that it's very mean. I'm not saying she's dumb. I'm sure she can be very smart, but it's like, yeah, it's not like she's a lawyer or something. You know? Well, I mean, uh, as a representative, your job is to represent, represent your district. Right, right, right. So you, you want be. somebody there who 
in some respects, isn't a lawyer yeah, and doesn't right. have an easy life. Right, but is she really going to be sitting around reading bills? Like, I don't really think so. Well, I mean... That's very me. That's very judgmental of me to say, and not fair. I don't know what's going on with her. Ha- Maybe she will, but... She'll, she'll have a staff, and she'll hire an interesting yeah. staff, right. and, you know, she's probably got a lot of Democratic creeps lurking nearby because they and want... she's hot. They want to compromise and and take her appeal and kind of use it for their own ends. Yeah. So I'm hoping that she is wily enough to kind of avoid the pitfalls of politics a little bit. Cause I think yes, I just don't see it, but I mean like, I, I don't know. I like her and I think I hate the Republican attacks on or the, not the Republican, but like the right wing media attacks on her. They're yeah, like, they're, try and make her look ugly or the stupid thing with the suit and the photo shoot. I mean, like she wore a, like five thousand dollars. Yeah, because they dress you up for us. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, like who fucking standard. cares? Yeah, and and like trying to say like she said um a bunch of times. Like I just think that's so unfair. Yeah, I mean it's all <clears throat> it's those are nonsense attacks. Yeah, like, they're nonsense. It's the same shit the left does all the time. Yeah. They find some dumb little thing and they just hammer it in, and it's yeah. just like I was bummed that Kenneth Mejia did not. I know what the fuck. I mean, he got like destroyed. Yeah, well, he got destroyed in the primary. I mean, he was only the only reason that he was in was be- no right winger. Yeah. Well, it was like him. It was like the Democrat Mejia, and then like a libertarian or something, and he. Just just got a, a tight, slightly larger sliver than the, the third person. See, this is how it is. Like, the, this is how you know politics is a machine. Is that Jimmy Gomez? It, again, it's just that he has all the like. It's all institutional block voting. That's how this shit happens. Well, it's also it's like yeah. this church, this institution, this union, this thing. But some of it gets is, told who to vote for by someone else, and that's how this shit fucking happens. And some of it is just he has a D next to his name, and people are like, oh, I'm voting for that. I mean, it would But, I mean, it's the same thing with these props. It's like if you can hit, if you know how to play politics and hit, like, oh, I need to talk to this pastor because they control this many votes, like, you just divide and conquer the blocks. Yeah. Well, some of that is it. just the basics of building a coalition and, and, right. and working with the people that you're working with. I mean, I was I'm mainly bummed about and Kenneth Mejia was a local Green Party candidate for Isaac's congressional district, which is 32. I forget which number it is, but it's downtown L.A. and east in Koreatown. In Koreatown, because yeah. I remember I voted for him in the past election. Yeah, it's nine um, percent white. Yeah, and I wanted to I wanted to see. It, my my whole beef with the Green Party is they always show up every four years at presidential elections, and then it's like, okay, but you we don't have any proof that you like have any kind of coalition. You you're not governing any cities. What even is the Green Party? All I remember is like Ralph Nader was. Yeah, they're just more liberal left than the the Democrats. Um, but why are they like the third party that is around? It's so ridiculous that we don't well, have third parties. Because the libertarians so are annoying. too disorganized. <laughs> what? It's just it's it's ironic. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, the libertarians will never they'll never agree on a platform. The reform party, which Donald Trump was going to run for president under in like two thousand. Uh the reform party never really coalesced into anything. That was Russ Perot's party for oh. Yeah, it's it's just difficult to get a third party going. Yeah, no Whigs, the well, Whig party. Whigs are uh, aren't Whigs traditionally kind of right wing? Is that right? I I forget which I if Whigs I are. Any other electoral 
No, I mean, again, I, I think it's just like ultimately everybody was sort of let down because it was just kind of like, blah, blah, blah. like nothing really changes. Nothing really fucking matters. You know, like uh, <laughs> participating in this process is such a sham. Why do you think that's the case? Because there, there's two parties. Isn't that the attitude? But isn't you that know? the attitude that, that continues to feed that? Like if people's if people stopped just saying, oh, it's just two parties. If we had like a larger percentage of voter participation. I think we need less percentage of voter participation. You should have to take a test. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I think you should need to pass a difficult test. A civics test? Vote. I think that like one quarter of the current people who are allowed to vote should be able to vote. You should be able to pass. You have, should have to pass a basic test on... Yeah, the like I don't know how to make it objective. There would have to be some way to somehow make it an objective test, and that would fix American politics because no one fucking knows anything. You know, I was going in the polls. I was like looking at the people in line. I was like, did these people spend more than thirty seconds or even thirty minutes learning about these issues? Like, no, fuck no, they didn't. They don't know anything. All they know is what the TV tells them, you know. And it's like that we the idea that that's like democracy. Like the TV tells you some shit, and then you just do it. It's so ridiculous. It's not re. It's not. What would be on your test? What would be the pieces of your test? I mean, so the question is: Would you make the test about like the election, or would you make it just a, a like objective, basic physics or physics? It would be all physics. <laughs> well, I probably wouldn't be able to vote. <laughs> be a hardcore math. High test. school physics <laughs> is a long time ago for me. No, I mean, yeah, I think you should be able to answer some questions about the platforms, about the issues of these people stand for, you know? I mean, I liked the one guy who wrote, like, Sam Lower Taxes Haynes. Like, yeah, that was his name on the ballot because he knows that's the only oh, reason. Oh, I like lower taxes. I like taxes. lower taxes. I'm going to click that I'm because that's... I voted against that guy just because of that. Yeah, you... Right. I, I mean, th- that's what's so dangerous like, about fuck that guy. This, this push by every single media outlet, Google, everywhere you go, vote, 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 exercise your right to vote. It's like, no, not everyone should be voting. It's like people who don't know anything about the issues should not be voting. It's not good. It's not good for someone who knows nothing about anything to like look at their phone and be like, uh, okay, uh, Google News tells me this, so this is what I'm going to go vote for. It's really dangerous because then it's just like the media, social media, people have so much power. You know, because they can just tell you what you want to know so that you vote a certain way. Yeah, I, I find that attitude d- disconcerting. I don't, I mean, even if you have dummies at the polls, I would rather people feel motivated to participate than not to do anything at all. Because I think the main problem that we have is actually not that people don't know things, but that we have a disaffected electorate that thinks that they can't have any influence. So they just don't bother to learn anything or to participate which uh, to me is much more dangerous because well, so like what did you you know you have a group of people who don't give a fuck about the country and who are just like I'm just a person and I just go I eat food and I go to work and that's it yeah and I don't I participate yeah. in the system that we have no I, I'd rather sure. have some dummy who's like you know oh I read on Facebook that you know 
Hillary Clinton runs. He's you know, a lizard. Yeah, it's a lizard person, <laughs> and I'm going to vote against the lizard party. <laughs> I would rather have that person voting because at least they're like trying to make some sort of. At least they're taking some responsibility for themselves. Yeah, and even yeah. if it's wrong and, country, and yeah. fucked up, it's still like they have something in them that says I still need to be involved in this with, right. with this country that I'm in. I understand that. I, I think that that's a good argument. And in that sense, yeah, I'm totally for it. It, it. When it comes to like engaging with your political system, I yeah, I think that it, people uh, should feel that. Um, and I guess if Google can help people feel that, then thanks. It's just I think that the danger of... I mean, the fact is we have two parties... That are completely bought and paid for, right? I mean, that's pretty much agreed on upon by everyone, isn't it? Yeah, in some respects. I mean, the lobbying arms of things run everything. And I think if you look at the way people vote on certain issues, it's obvious. You know, I mean, we would have long ago had policies in place that were actually for the people instead of for... Sure, yeah, I think that there's a powerful representation of business. Financial interest. I mean, what did we just learn? We learned the two ballot props... That involved banks getting less money were the two that surprisingly failed. It's just like, I think if you trace the money, you're going to see that every single time that money just gets its way. I I don't disagree with that at all. But I also think by participating in this, it's kind of like, you know. Yeah, but it's all by not participating in it, you're you're perpetuating it just as much. Like if you, if you get enough of, if you get enough people out and they vote for something, you can change it. But if people just go, oh, there's no point. If it's no point because nothing's ever going to change. Yeah, well, yeah right, that's right, right. stasis that you're creating. Right. So it's like the question of is it is it more of a vote against the system to not vote, or is it more of a vote vote against the system to, you know, vote for, um, I guess a third party or you know whoever it is you can vote for. Like Mejia. I voted for Mejia. Yeah. I voted for him last time when I could. He wasn't on my ballot because I live in a different part of town. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in favor of people like Ocasio-Cortez and and Mejia and people like that getting into Congress. Can we get one third party candidate? How about one in the entire Congress? There's not one. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. I think that it's going to take a real forceful personality to do that. And that's actually... I don't. A third-party candidate is never going to win the presidency in our current situation. It's just not going to happen. So, but I am in favor of third-party candidates getting into Congress. I mean, Bernie Sanders is technically not one of the two parties because he's independent, right? Um, but yeah, I would love to get like a Green Party member somewhere in Congress. I would have no problem with that at all. And in California, is the most likely place to do it because we have this. Um, I think everybody's too scared, though. We have Everybody, open primaries. This is the pro- The sad thing about Trump is that it scared, you know, the the cooler Chapo Trap House socialist side of the Dems, right? Which are like people that I like, the Ocasio side. Like people are so terrified of Trump that they're like, "Oh no, no, we're just going to fall in line and vote Dem. We're, we're we cannot step out of line and not vote Dem." Right. Uh, in in some cases. Like in the Kenneth Mejia situation, that's a false. That's not a problem because nobody bad is going to win. Nobody that you're concerned with 
with with winning the congressional well, but people seat who are really win. dumb are just like oh no no i can't do that so what are tell me some of your predictions for 2020 who do you think bernie's back do you think hillary's back who's going to be the dem candidate i don't think hillary's back i think that mark penn thing yeah it just came out well I, i've been calling i've been drumming this up for a while that, that, that would be a cool move yeah you think it'd be a cool move for her to be run a really again? cool move fucking gangster like dude what like Abraham Lincoln lost what? How many elections? <laughs> Wait, are you is is Isaac Simpson advocating for Hillary Clinton? I kind to of run? am, honestly. <laughs> I will tell you something. Would you vote for Hillary <laughs> if Hillary ran again? It would be the first thing she's ever done. Wait a minute. Okay, keep going. It would be the first thing she's ever done that I truly respect. If she ran one more time. <laughs> I'm serious because I would be like it would be the. It would be the only time she's ever done something truly, like, rebellious. Wow. Like, it would be the only time she was like, nope, you know what? My will is stronger than the will of the Democratic Party. Like, I am going to fucking run. It doesn't matter. Shocking. And that would be so badass. Like, I would almost consider voting for it just because it would be like, okay, you really do want this. Like, you really, you're willing to sacrifice everything for this. Because do you know how fucking nuts... The Dems would go if she runs. Yeah. They will lose he, their shit. She's even lost Matteo Martinez, famed Hillary supporter. Oh, yeah. Appeared no, on the show. they, would, they a, would go fucking crazy if she ran again. It would be so great. <laughs> and if it was like this her. This is the hottest take of all. Oh, dude. If it was like her in a vicious fight against like Beto, you know, who's like their new establishment guy. <laughs> and it was like Hillary just out there like slanging bombs. She's I like would the be outsider. Like, yeah, she's the outsider suddenly. Outsider Hillary, I am so down for Outsider Hillary. Like, I'm ready. I'm so ready. You should write. You need to write this as a Vandal article tonight. <laughs> I know. Do you know how many fucking clicks you would get? I know. The headline should be, I supported Trump in 2016. No. <laughs> Here's why I'm for Hillary, Hillary in 2020. 2020. Write that tonight. <laughs> It's really true. Tonight. I know. If I wrote that, it would do it, so well. You would make thousands of dollars yeah. <laughs> from claps. <laughs> from claps. I really would. Yeah. You have to do oh that. Oh, my God. You're so right. That would be such a gold mine. Oh. People would go crazy. Yeah, do it. Do it. You and can... it's just like, you know, I've been waiting for Hillary to really show that she really was what ready to sacrifice everything. <laughs> and now I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be so bad for the Dems anyway. It would just come down in the primary and then it would be her or somebody else. But it would be great to just get that like ruthless Clinton machine going against like <laughs> some Dem. It would be amazing. Yeah, the problem with that is, though, that Hillary cannot... I've read Game Change and I've read Shattered, which are the 2008 yeah. and 2016 narratives. And what they... Re I mean, they're obviously... Game Change is written by Beltway Creeps. Um... So they have, there's definitely like, there is an anti-Hillary bias that exists in those readings. But what really was driven home to me was how incompetent of a campaign manager yeah, right. she is because she can't delegate and she surrounds herself with too many loyalists. Yeah. And it was, they both her campaigns were train wrecks. Right. That stumbled into. Well, just very non just yeah not well done no. not, not very behind the curve not yeah. ahead of the and curve. that's why yeah. obama ate her lunch and why trump ate her lunch right right i mean sort of uh, obama and bernie almost did. yeah i mean obama yeah exactly like yeah. if she had had a well-run campaign she would have crushed him a lot earlier but there was something about 
the she's way. just behind. Like that's what I'm saying. This is why I would go for her again because it, if she actually did it, because this would be the first time she was ahead of the curve, right? You know, instead of behind the curve all the time. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I wanted to. Um, we mentioned Chapo Trap House and the Dirt Bag Left. The Dirt Bag Left, as they're yeah. referred to. I like those guys. And they one don't of like me, but I don't they don't care. like you. I mean, no. One of my favorite writers on politics is Duncan Black, aka Duncan Black. Atrios. I don't know. He was he was a Bush era blogger. I've been reading him since 2002, and wow. I've, I've always enjoyed his takes on stuff. So I, I thought this position on how to move forward for the Democrats was a good one. Uh, he talks about policy and rhetoric. So if you ever want to read him, go to eschatonblog.com. Uh, I love the guy. But this is what he says about Democratic rhetoric. He says, everybody, quote unquote, knows Democrats are going to raise your taxes, force you into a gay marriage, mandate that you have an abortion, take away your car, give all your money to black people, bus in caravans (laughs) of doom from Central America, surrender to ISIS, etc. Mushy middle types, however, also like a politician who knows what he believes and knows what he stands for. You can't really run from the caricature of Democrats. And if you do, you sound like someone who won't stand up for his own side in an argument. It's not a good look. Better to embrace it and make it sound good. Maybe not to take away your car one. That'll really make people mad. Explain that, yes, you're going to give rich people's money to black people, but also white people. Yeah. Free health care for the poors and the not so poors. Also running against your party. I'm a different kind of Democrat. Works for one politician. It doesn't work if half your candidates are doing. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously agree with that. I mean, I think um, this kind of uh, middle class thing um, has been kind of the difference in the parties for a long time, I think. I think it's like the Republicans for a really long time have been focused on the middle. Right. And uh, the Dems, like I read, I would, of course I can't find this now, but I read, read something that was like a quote from an election in like the four, the fifties. And it was all about the, the same issue. It was like one side was uh, all about, you know, the top and the bottom. And the other side was all about criticizing the way top and the way bottom. I don't know. This is a stupid observation. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> oh, well, that was the main point. Yeah. Uh, about why Democrats continually have issues because they're mealy-mouthed about stuff. And they pretend to be Republican light in an attempt to to. Well, I don't think that people. that's true, though, really. They're not being Republican light when they're saying, you know, well, identity politics. Like well, I mean, there's but there's pieces that there's pieces of the Democratic Party there into that. But there's also pieces that are like, oh, there's just not a focus on the policies that yeah. Democrats are in favor of. Right. That is going to like be honest and speak to people that hear it and who go, oh, that's something that I can get behind. Well, because again, it's... because they're so fixated on identity politics. And and again, I think that that's their response to media world. You know, that's their response to the news cycle and needing to stay relevant, which is like, okay, if we talk about race and gender, that gets clicks. If we yeah. talk about boring economic policy, no one's going to fucking pay attention. Right. So this is what we have to do. Which is terrible. So really, the enemy of the people truly is the fucking media. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. Uh, from both sides, all fucking sides, it is the media that has destroyed the system. Yeah, more more so than anything. Why do you think Drudge deleted his entire Twitter feed? Oh, what did you, he? Yeah. What do you when? think that's about? Recently. He did? Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah, there's something going on. I love Matt Drudge. Matt Drudge is like the one fucking glimmer of hope in the whole thing. Even though Matt Drudge is a vowed homosexual. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine with me. What about his hat? You don't like his hat? Don't like his hat. But I love him. I love when he gets... I want to do like a whole article on the stuff that... It's so funny to me how there's like certain things he latches onto and always talks about. It's just... Do a pattern recognition article. I want to do a whole article about like... Sometimes he just gets like... He was like obsessed with A Star is Born. (laughs) Like every... We we know why that is. Yeah, right. (laughs) I mean, every day before A Star is Born would be like, A Star is Born! Like some story about A Star is Born. I was like, Matt, you just really want to see A Star is Born. There's a, he like latches on to things. It's I, so funny. He, um, Breitbart was running dr- the Drudge Report in the afternoons. Um, that was one of the places Andrew Breitbart. Is got that his true? Story. Yeah. Oh my god. For a god, long time, can you that. imagine that working relationship, Matt Drudge and, and Andrew, Andrew Breitbart? Breitbart? No, it's but it's I could well, to be a fly on that wall. Yeah, man. very crazy. Uh, and then Duncan Black's other point was about policy, and he said a lot of what DC thinks is centrist quote-unquote, has no relationship to what the median voter actually likes, and polls prove that some very lefty things are actually popular. Not all very lefty things. It is true that politicians who run on... Polls cer- don't prove shit. Let's start with that. Polls prove fucking nothing. I hate polls. The polls should be outlawed. Why? What do you I hate just, about polls? They're just bullshit. They, they, any poll can be used to support anybody's argument. If you, As we just learned... Just polls are horseshit. They're stupid. It, it, like, who the fuck answers polls? Who's honest? It's I just, I can't stand polls. I, I hate when people are like, well, the polls say that 62% of people agree. Well, It's like, that doesn't fucking mean anything. Who cares if 62% of people agree with something? Yeah, I don't know that it's that problematic. Sometimes it's interesting to have that information. I guess. Sometimes it can give you insight about how people are. But who cares? What, again, that's not what demo- democracy is. Not polls. Democracy is voting. So yeah. it's like, well, yeah, that's when it really you know? matters, right? And that's what, that's where the danger lies, right? Uh, it, let's see. It is true that politicians who run on certain very lefty things can cause problems for themselves, even when those things are very popular, because not pissing off the money people makes them less likely to spend massive amounts of money to oppose you. Yep. Most people true. like minimum wage increases, but the people who will run ten million dollars in ads against you about other things do not. Yeah, it's not only ads. It's again, it's buying voting blocks. It's you know takedown campaigns. Right. It's way more lethal than just ads. It's not just ads. So, what do you think? Um, we never kind of finished this because we were talking about predictions for twenty twenty. So, I don't think Hillary will run again. Despite, I don't know. Maybe your article would change her mind. Wouldn't that be amazing if, if uh, my article changed if Hil- her if mind? If they're like, Hillary, why did you decide to run again? And she's so, so like, it was a Medium article written in 2018. Yeah, by Isaac Simpson. And he's <laughs> yeah. my new campaign manager. <laughs> and he's, by the way, he's my new campaign manager. Isaac Simpson's managing Hillary Clinton's campaign. That would be great. I don't know. I think the Beto thing... I just have my doubts that he's going to survive in a national environment. I mean, he can't. I mean, he I think can't. people if, are like yeah, jacking yeah. off too much over him. Right, it's a right. little. I'm just like eh, enough I think, with the production. Well, you guys, are I look, also don't like him. They look at a weird. I don't like his uh, the cut of his jib. Hmm. Is his face that you don't like? I don't like his face because he's Irish. No, there's just something about him that feels super phony to me. Like hmm. there's some. There's like some. He's like giving something off that I. Uh, the thing that I get nervous about is, as I said, the, the hero worship. Yeah. Because that's just like the problem with 
the thing that's dumb about the left is that they latch onto the heroes and then they abandon them very quickly. Yeah. Well, it's the latch right, on. It's the media. It's again, it's not the people. It's the media. Right. But sometimes that, yeah, uh, it's hard to define like why exactly. I don't, I just have my doubts about that guy, but I'm just like, you guys are just too in love. You're looking too hard. For yeah, like you're looking too hard. You're searching hero. too hard for for a hero. You're here. not not letting somebody. Yeah, let somebody real come up. Yeah. You know, let somebody who actually inspires you, not somebody who's got the right name and the right blah blah. You know, like let somebody like Ocasio like really knock your socks I'll, off. You I'll know? say this for Beto though. From what I understand, him being on sort of the top of the ticket in Texas drove turnout across the state and is the reason so many Texas offices went to the Democrats because he was such an attractive yeah, people came personality. Well, so that has some, I mean, you know, there's something to that that's interesting, but yeah. I'm just not that thrilled. I want Andrew Yang to get a big bump. He's, the, the, fuck is he's the UBI guy. He's the guy that's oh, running yeah, on UBI yeah. for, he's, in, he's running as a Democrat, <clears throat> but that's not going to go anywhere because... Irritable bowel syndrome? Yes, the irritable he's the bowel. the guy with irritable bowel syndrome? Yeah. Mm. He's pro-irritable bowel syndrome. Yes, he wants everyone to have it. UBI is universal basic income. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's uh, <laughs> one of the two parties in Italy. Is bi- The five-star party is uh, big U- UBI proponents. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. But okay. Not in this country. <laughs> Not going to happen in this country. No, that's for Everybody sure. gets too crazy. It's only $1,000 a month, but that would be... I'd like $1,000 a month. <laughs> Why not 2000 yeah. How about 3000 Just the If I had $1,000 a month, I think I would be fine. I think that would be totally fine. If so, you had an extra $1,000 yes. a month, that would be nice, wouldn't yeah. it? That would be very nice. Yeah, it would be helpful. Yeah, so right. Andrew Yang, check him out. UBI guy. <laughs> if you want a thousand dollars a month, vote for Andrew. Vote for Yang. Andrew Yang. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want a thousand dollars? A thousand dollars a month. Okay, so uh, let's see. Let's wrap this up. Isaac is pro Hillary now, <laughs> and uh, we're both anti Beto. Is it Beto? Beto. 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 Ooh. Ooh. And More like um, Beto. I'm sure that's been said eight billion times. Yeah, on certain. Reddit threads. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. (laughs) Hi. Thanks for listening to this episode. We're going to do some plugs now. This is just fucking tiresome. Yes, it is. I'm so sorry. You can turn it off if you're listening to this. Please email us at notahugefanpodcast at gmail.com. We will read your email and perhaps read it on air. Join our forum at nahf.boards.net. Sign up for an account. Please rate and subscribe to the podcast on your platform, or if your platform doesn't allow ratings, do it on iTunes. It's very helpful. We're also available on Spotify, Player FM, Spreaker, a million places. Podbean. Podbean. Google Play Store. Anywhere. You can get it <coughs> literally on any yeah, site that has Android, podcasts. We're all over that shit. As an Android user, I now know that a lot of podcasters like don't pay attention to their Android presence. Right. And it's very important. Um, also, if you want to find me, uh, you can look up Vandal Press on Medium. 
Uh, there's a website, vandalpress.com. There's a Twitter, Vandal, which is Vandal Press. Uh, you can find, that's my little writing project. Uh, you can follow my website at isaacsimpson.com and uh, you can LinkedIn me. I kind of like being LinkedIn. Mm. You can find me on all social media. <coughs> on my, thanks for coughing, coughing during my during play. You can. Don't pay attention to Charles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> More attention for me, no attention for him. You can find me on all social media as Funzeroni. My website is funzeroni.com. You can go there. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye.